Hey, you, listening to this podcast, be the cool friend who shares. Don't be the only one in your social circles in the know about stuff going on in the Archdiocese of St. Louis. Share this podcast with your friends and tell them we can be found on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or just about any other podcast app simply by searching for Archdiocese of St. Louis. It might be the easiest evangelization you can do, and you'll feel good for sharing. Catholic Schools Week, the annual Catholic Appeal, and upcoming events, all coming up right here on the Catholic Gateway Podcast Weekly News Update. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Catholic Gateway Podcast Weekly News Update. I'm your host, Gabe Jones. Let's take a look at what is happening around the Archdiocese of St. Louis for this week, January 29th, 2018. This week, January 28th through February 3rd, 2018, is the annual celebration of Catholic Schools Week throughout the country. Each school around the Archdiocese of St. Louis will hold its own unique celebration with masses, open houses, and other activities for students, their families, parishioners, and community members. Through these events, schools focus on the value Catholic education provides to young people and its contributions to our church, our communities, and our nation. This year's theme is Catholic Schools Learn, Serve, Lead, Succeed. Archbishop Carlson and Bishop Rivetuso will be celebrating Mass at various parishes and schools during the week. If you would like more information on the events surrounding Catholic Schools Week, please visit archstl.org education. And to kick off Catholic Schools Week, last Thursday, Archbishop Robert Carlson informed Catholic school families in North St. Louis County of the creation of a new partnership model school between St. Rose Philippine Duchenne, St. Ferdinand, and St. Norbert schools. The new school will be known as All Saints Academy and will continue operations at each of the three locations with the parish designation added to each name. So All Saints Academy at St. Rose Philippine Duchenne and so forth. Archbishop Carlson approved the new name and model after an inclusive process of consultation with the Catholic Education Office of the Archdiocese of St. Louis and the families of the respective parishes and schools. Maureen DePriest, Associate Superintendent for Elementary School Administration, as quoted in the St. Louis Review, said, The North County schools have shown a willingness to come to the table and have crucial conversations. Rick Danzeisen, Director of North County Catholic Elementary Schools, sees an opportunity in the partnership model. Hopefully, this will boost the knowledge of how important Catholic education is in North County, and this will continue the renaissance there. Partnership schools stress academic excellence and strong Catholic formation for children, as well as affordability for families and parishes in accessible locations. A priority of the partnership model schools is the efficient and effective use of resources with educational and religious programs of similar quality in all of the schools. Registration for the 2018-2019 school year at All Saints Academy will begin during Catholic Schools Week. The first partnership school in the Archdiocese South City Catholic Academy was announced January 2017 and began classes in August 2017. South City Catholic Academy is a partnership between Our Lady of Sorrows and St. Joan of Arc schools and is located in the previous St. Joan of Arc school location. Catholic education in St. Louis marks its 200th anniversary in 2018 
and the Archdiocese of St. Louis continues to work toward ushering in a new era, a renaissance in Catholic education to shape the next 200 years. For more information about the renaissance in Catholic education in the Archdiocese of St. Louis, visit archstl.org renaissance. Last Saturday, January 27th, hundreds of faithful joined Auxiliary Bishop Mark Rivetuso for the annual Roe v. Wade Memorial Mass at the Cathedral Basilica of St. Louis to commemorate the 45th anniversary of the Supreme Court's tragic Roe v. Wade decision, which legalized abortion in the United States. And it's important for us to pray always, pray always in the witness we give for the gospel of life, to give witness to the sacredness of all life from conception to natural death, to pray always so that we may indeed be a powerful witness of the gospel life in all of our activities, in all of our events for pro-life. The Mass was hosted by the Respect Life Apostolate of the Archdiocese of St. Louis. Following Mass, around 500 people participated in a solemn rosary procession to Planned Parenthood on Forest Park Boulevard. The Catholic Men for Christ Conference will take place at the Two Hill Performing Arts Center on the UMSL campus on this Saturday, February 3rd, beginning at 8 a.m. Tickets are $40 in advance with pricing for high school and college students at $15. The conference is intended to introduce, educate, embolden, and refocus attendees as their roles as spiritual leaders. If you would like to register for the conference, please visit catholicmenforchrist.org. For parishes and individuals interested in parish missionary disciples, there will be an Ignite the Parish seminar hosted at the Cardinal Regali Center from 8.45 a.m. to 12.45 p.m. on Saturday, February 10th. Topics discussed will include mental prayer, Lexio Divina, personal testimony, and more. If you or your parish would be interested in attending the event, please contact Michael Horn with the Office of Laity and Family Life at 314 792-7178 to RSVP. The annual Catholic Appeal will be held this year from April 21st through May 6th, but the campaign is already underway and we want you to tell us your story. Go to archstl.org slash ACA, watch the video, and then share your story with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram using hashtag tellyourstory. And then also please prayerfully consider a gift to this year's campaign. Now, here are the five quintessential stories from the St. Louis Review, handpicked by the staff for you to share and discuss this week. You can find these stories at stlouisreview.com slash five things. That's the numeral five things, or in the paper dated January 29, 2018. Number one, Generation Life Pilgrims led the charge in representing how love saves lives at the March for Life. Jennifer Brinker and Lisa Johnston were there in Washington, D.C. with 2,200 teens, chaperones, and volunteers from the St. Louis area, and they brought back great stories and photos of the pilgrimage. Number two, Catholic schools are focusing on quality education, giving back to the community, bringing people together, and much more. This week's St. Louis Review features several stories about Catholic schools in the Archdiocese of St. Louis. Number three, students at Immaculate Conception School in Old Monroe spent time with several Kenrick Glennon seminarians, which they've spiritually adopted, who they've spiritually adopted for the school year. Among the activities, a game of dodgeball and 20 questions, including, if you're on a silent retreat, are you still allowed to yell if a tree is falling down? Read more about the fun day in this week's paper. Number four, it's adventure time at Our Lady of Guadalupe's after-school program, begun by Naomi C., a Coriezu senior, who wanted to get more involved after attending the Del Mar Divide pilgrimage. Jennifer Brinker has the story. 
And number five, the Missouri Catholic Conference wants the courts to treat 17-year-olds as juveniles. State legislation filed this year would require children up to the age of 18 to be prosecuted for criminal offenses in juvenile court unless the child is certified as an adult. Missouri is one of only five states that still automatically treats 17-year-olds as adults in the criminal justice system, no matter how minor the offense. Joe Kenney explains more in his story this week. There is a look at what is happening around the Archdiocese of St. Louis. Remember, for these stories, events, and more, visit stlouisreview.com and archstl.org. And follow the Archdiocese of St. Louis and the St. Louis Review on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thank you for listening to the Catholic Gateway Podcast news update for this week. We are going to hear from Joe Kenny with the St. Louis Review, who wrote a story or two about Catholic Schools Week this week. So stay tuned for that. But first, here's Michael Horn in the Office of Laity and Family Life, continuing our series on the precepts of the Church. Again, on the subject of the Holy Eucharist, one of the graces that we receive from the Sacrament of Holy Communion is that we are separated from sin. And so the body of Christ that we receive in Holy Communion is given up for us, and the blood that we drink, shed for the many for the forgiveness of sins, is given to us to separate us from sin. And so it is so important for us to receive the Eucharist, to receive the grace to avoid sin and the near occasion of sin. And the Eucharist unites us to Christ, cleansing us from past venial sins and preserving us from future sins. And for as often as we eat the bread and drink the cup, as St. Paul writes, we proclaim the death of the Lord. And if we proclaim the Lord's death, we also proclaim the forgiveness of sins that he grants to us. And so as this grace is poured out to us in the form of the body and blood of Christ, we are forgiven of our venial sins. And we should always receive this sacrament worthily so that it may always forgive any venial sins that we have. And so because we are sinners, we should always have a remedy for those sins. Well, today is Monday, January 29th, as we're recording this, the second day of Catholic Schools Week in 2018, having begun yesterday on Sunday, January 28th. And with me in studio is Joe Kenny with the St. Louis Review. Welcome, Joe. Yeah, good to, good to be here. So Joe has two stories in this week's paper, the one dated January 29th, that uh, talk about Catholic education. They have a whole spread of Catholic education stories in the review this week. Joe has a couple of those. Uh, Joe, you've been doing this for a long time, though, covering Catholic education, Catholic schools. How long has it been? Thirty About 35 years. 35 yeah. years. So mm-hmm. you've been through 34, 35, 36 Catholic schools a week, depending on, on how it falls. Kind of lose, lose count after a while, I guess, right? Right. But, so what, what uh, that's a long time. What have you seen in Catholic education over those years? Well, you, you see this strong faith that comes through um, that the students are learning, and as well as getting a solid education. Um, they're really, and today they're staying up with technology, which is a very important thing as well. And you have some personal experience, though, with, with kind of seeing firsthand the value that people place on Catholic education, right? Yes. Well, my son uh, was a Vianney graduate, and when he went to SIU Edwardsville, he hadn't had the greatest of test scores on his test, but he had good grades in school. And when they found out that he went to Vianney, they were very impressed. Uh, um, I remember talking to uh, some of the school officials, the admission people, and he did get some scholarships and 
one of the reasons was because of he had gone to that school and they knew how tough it was. And then my daughter also, she went to Notre Dame and was so well prepared for college when she went to Mizzou. Uh, she started out as a, a chemistry major and ended up in engineering, which is a really good field for, for women in, in college today. Yeah. Well, no, that's, that's just great, a great testimony because I'm sure a lot of other people have stories similar to that from St. Louis and elsewhere that Catholic education has really helped them right. advance not, through, not only through college, but also in their career. Um, so let's get to your stories then that you have in the paper this week. Um, just go over those real quick. There's one about uh, South City Catholic Academy having, this is his first Catholic Schools Week as, as a functioning school. Um, we'll talk about that in a second, but there's another story about Rosati Kane, a Rosati Kane student. Right. Her name's Jasmine Mitchell, and she's a very impressive uh, freshman there. Uh, she had gone to a preschool in University City uh, school that gives out scholarships and uh, aid to children who, who need it. And she was one of those children. So she was able to volunteer this summer. So she spent her summer there volunteering and they also made her an ambassador. So she was one of the people featured in their campaign to raise money for tuition assistance for other children. Wow. So really, really unique. I mean, that's it's really cool to be able to, for a student to give back like that. Right, like and she school. she plays violin and also plays basketball, and and she also plays guitar, and she uses some of those talents with the children when she, she'd come in with her violin and play with them. That's very cool. So you can read more about that in the paper, and then the other story, um, South City Catholic Academy in its first year. How's it doing? Yes, um, I was very impressed. I d- I just called and said I wanted to come out there. I had interviewed them previously, like a couple months before that, but I called and said I wanted to come out there uh, with our photographer. So we just showed up that day, and I had total access to the school and saw exactly what they they didn't prepare anything for me, but I really saw that they were really doing well. I sat in on a English class, and the kids were very, very uh, lively in the discussion of what, what they were working on. And the same thing with the math class, the Kids were working together on, on solving some different problems and things, and some of the kids were working individually. It was really impressive to see what they're doing. So they're very, uh, definitely very accommodating and, and willing to show off sort of the, the, the brand-new face of, of their school. Right, right? And, and they've hired uh, one person who handles all the uh, faith-based work there with, uh, you know, they have the kids help plan some of the masses that they go to, and it's it's really an important part of their school as well. Yeah, that's great to hear, and we hope that they have much success going forward. Uh, earlier in the podcast, people, uh, you know, if you've listened, you, you heard um, that we have a new school that's being announced, a new partnership model school similar to South City up in North County. And so um, it's nice that you did this little article, Joe, to sort of, show that you can have success with this new model, even though people may not be so familiar with it. You know, they're more, people especially want, you know, um, something attached to their local community. But sometimes we need to make sure that we all are succeeding and can we, we can help each other, you know, advance this mission of educating kids in our Catholic schools, right? So, And one of the neat things they do there is the kids uh, who are from Our Lady of Sorrows Parish, which is one of the schools that merged with to farm this new partnership school, the kids uh, wear their uniforms and attend mass one Sunday a month, and they hand out, uh, they greet the people as they come in and hand out the bulletins and things like that. Oh, very good. Just to maintain that sense of community with the school kids. Right, right? so the, the parish can have that connection to the school. That's important, very important. Well, and we'll see, 
like I said, what happens with the new school going forward in, in North County area. Uh, here there's a lot of excitement about it, and the, the parish families, the school families are really excited, and I know the Catholic Education Office is excited. So a um, good example being set by South City Catholic Academy for the, the people of North County. But, Joe, we look forward to your continued coverage of Catholic schools, Catholic education, and maybe 35 more Catholic schools weeks. Do you think you'll be around for that? Oh, sure. Yeah? yeah. Easily. Okay. Yeah. All right. That sounds okay. good. <laughs> Make sure to check out the paper dated January 29th, 2018, to see Joe Kenny's stories and other stories about Catholic schools week and just a lot of good recap, a great recap of Catholic news, uh, both locally and nationally. You're listening to the Catholic Gateway Podcast. This is Gabe Jones, and that's Joe Kenny. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Catholic Gateway Podcast. We always welcome story tips and ideas for the podcast. Just send them to communications at archstl.org. That's communications at archstl.org. Make sure to connect with us on social media to stay up to date with what's going on here in the Archdiocese of St. Louis. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for Archdiocese of St. Louis. We're on Twitter, at ArchSTL is our handle there, at ArchSTL. And we're on Instagram, at CatholicSTL. And you should follow the St. Louis Review. They're on Facebook, also Twitter and Instagram, under the handle, at St. Louis Review. That's St. Louis Review. The Catholic Gateway Podcast is a production of the Archdiocese of St. Louis. I'm your host, Gabe Jones. We hope you'll join us again next time here in the Gateway to the West, the Rome of the West, Catholic St. Louis. Thank you.